Yeah, still a live sleeve. They've got a heartbeat. They're headed to Atlanta. Chris still Taylor, kicking. still kicking. AJ Pollock, still kicking. Let me just start right there. Like Chris just said, it's a feel-good Friday, right? Yeah. How do you feel about what you're going to see in Atlanta? Or just off the, you feel good about it, or do you feel as good as you can about it? Dogfight. That's a, a tough, tough game because if you think the Braves are just also going to say, oh, the momentum is all with the Dodgers and they're going back to Atlanta. They got one of the three in, uh, in, in you know, obviously at Dodger Stadium, which is, by the way, you know, that's you got one to three. Mm-hmm. Dodgers took two. They did what the Dodgers couldn't do, went on the road. They, 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 they I, I guess in a sense, did what they needed to do. But you go back to Atlanta, that place is going to be an unbelievable environment tomorrow. they got a chance to win a World Series. And if you're the Dodgers, hey, we're riding some momentum. Max Scherzer's going to be on the mound. It's a dogfight. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't think you could sit here today and say one way or the other you feel a certain way. This is what's so weird. Yeah. I feel pretty good about it, but not for the reason that you would think you would feel pretty good about it. Mm-hmm. That Scherzer's pitching is fine. It's good. I, I hope he pitches well, but that's not why I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good because their bullpen has been unbelievable. By the way, I feel pretty good because absolutely. it feels like they found some sort of offensive strategy last night. It's more that I'm, I'm betting on something that I don't even necessarily believe in, like the momentum kind of carrying over and swinging the bats and the bullpen being as good as it's been, much more so than, hey, I think Max Scherzer might go seven innings and lock them up. Well, I mean, you know, the momentum, momentum piece, kind of interesting, right? Because you had the Atlanta Braves that obviously had all the momentum after winning the first two games, mm-hmm. which could have gone either way. You know, it, Dodgers should have won one of those two games in Atlanta. If they don't win this series, it's because of game two. In my opinion, it's because of game two. Game two is the one Julio came in. You had wrong. a 4-2 lead. You're not wrong. That kind of swung the series if they if they don't end up winning it. But when you thought the Braves had some momentum and then all the way to the eighth inning of the game in game three, and then boom, Bellinger hits that three-run homer. Mookie comes right after that. Momentum shifts to the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers. Will the momentum of the Dodgers go to game four? No. Yeah. Braves will win that game and there'll be zero momentum. Yeah. And then the Dodgers come back. Where's their momentum? They kind of come out of nowhere. There's so. been no mo in this entire series. It's kind of Nothing been all consistent. over the place. Here's Rudy on Twitter. I like seeing new Twitter handles. Rudy, welcome. Chris Taylor's postgame interview reminded me of Ricky Bobby after he won his first race. <laughs> I think that's what we're I don't know what to do with my hands. What do I do with my hands? It, it, it did feel a little reminiscent of that, Rudy. That's, uh, that that's, is that's pretty good. Fantastic. Yeah. Example. It's perfect. That's good, a great example. Good job by you, Rudy. Very quickly before we get to the Lakers and the uh, NBA All-75 list, let's go to Temecula and Larry. Larry, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's going on? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Um, you know, I was listening a couple segments ago. You guys were talking about ice skating and the challenge of getting on the ice and just getting across, getting across a sheet of ice on a skate. Mm-hmm. You know, I've often wanted to call in and comment about hockey players. Okay, I could make the argument the greatest single athlete in the history of professional sports was Wayne Gretzky. To do what that man did on a sheet of ice on a little skate was unbelievable. The guy held at one time 81, I believe is the number, 81 National Hockey League records. <laughs> and until you've tried to play hockey, you have no idea the skill that's required to do what those guys do, skating up to 20, 25 miles an hour, handling a puck, passing the puck, shooting like a one-timer. With it's someone trying to hurt you. How, yeah, with nobody trying to knock you down. Uh, to, 
to play ice hockey is a skill that until you've tried, you have no idea the difficulty. And Gretzky, to me, is the greatest athlete ever of any sport, any place. Yeah, Larry, Larry it's, it's interesting. Thank you for the call. It, his accomplishments relative to his peers and his sport are so much further and farther away from the next club. Like Babe Ruth, Hank Aaron, whoever you want, you know, Willie Mays, they're the greatest players of their sport, but there are other guys that are really close. There's nobody that's on the same level as Gretzky. Eight, what, 81 records? I don't think Barry Bonds has 81 records in Major League Baseball. Listen, I wake up in the middle of the night to go get some water. I stumbled <laughs> twice. I spilled a little bit of water, and these guys are doing what they're doing. Pretty damn impressive. Speaking of Gretzky, the Kings and the Dallas Stars tonight at 5.30 on ESPN+. Plus. It's the NHL on ESPN+, Plus all season long. And uh, if you're a Kings fan, you're a hockey fan, Andre Kopitar joined me and Slee yesterday. Uh, you can catch that on the Travis and Slee podcast. So you got a chance to do that as well. The NBA's All-75 list, Al, is out. Here's here's a list of Dodgers. Some of them legends. Lakers. Lakers. And, oh, excuse me, Lakers. Thank you. I don't. No Dodgers yeah, made listen, the list. You are in Dodger mode right now. <laughs> no Dodgers are on the NBA's 75 best player list. I'm sure that i don't know there's probably been a basketball player or two in the group but kareem elgin baylor kobe wilt anthony davis lebron magic carl malone george mikan steve nash Shaq, gary payton dennis rodman jerry west james worthy carmelo anthony and russell westbrook that's a lot of Lakers. Now, some of them are part timers there, but that's a lot of Lakers on a just. We're not talking 100, 150, 75. That's a lot of guys. Who got? Who didn't get on? That you? I, I want to read off a couple. I'm going to read off a couple messages here because this one's actually a little bit surprising to me. Um, there's some players. Look, I, I can tell you a few that I thought should have got on, and probably a couple that you know surprised me um, that got on that shouldn't have been on there. And when you kind of name off all those Lakers, mm -hmm. I think, look, I think the, the main, main players, they got right. I would make an argument for, if I'm going to make an argument for a Laker, mm -hmm. I would try to make an argument for Powell. Okay. That's a player I would try to make. And I don't know how Not much, Dwight. I don't know how much the international game is a part of this mix, mm -hmm. but Powell, um, I would try to make a, a an argument for. Dwight, out of all the articles that have come out, um, Dwight seems to be the one that everybody says. You guys forget what this guy's accomplishments were. Do you forget how good of a, uh, how good of a player that he was for X amount of years? Defensive Player of the Year. How many first uh, first All NBA teams? All the All Star games. There's another one. Um, I'm on more of the boat of how does the San Antonio Spurs won how many championships over that stretch? Five, right? That's just one player gets credit for that one. That I mean. How Manu Ginobili is not a part of that list is a little kind of surprising to me. Mm -hmm. um, a Tony Parker, a, 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 one of these other Spurs players. I mean, somebody can say, "Oh, well, David Robinson, John Elliott, Rob, <laughs> <laughs> Raja Bell, definitely Sean Elliott." <laughs> can I read you something from Clay Thompson? Yeah, well, that's the guy to me, Al. That just makes no sense at all. And and, and I know that Clay has tweeted about this, and we'll read his tweet coming up here in just a second. Uh, it was actually on Instagram, okay? Instagram. It's your social right, bro. Same, same idea. TikTok. Uh, Facebook? MySpace. MySpace. Yep. Um, what, what else we got? I don't know. <laughs> it's all good. I, the fact we went that far <laughs> was damn impressive. The game changed about, I don't know, what, 10, 12 years ago? It changed dramatically. It was it was one thing, and then it's another thing. Yeah. And two people changed it. Mm -hmm. Steph and Clay. They changed. Steph's on the list, and he should be. And, and Steph was, you know... Steph is Steph. Steph He's more a multiple-time MVP. Steph oh, more than Clay. 100% agree. Mm -hmm. But 
if you talk to anybody that knows basketball and you say, name the five greatest shooters that have ever played, Clay Thompson's on that list. You could probably even get shorter than five, and Clay Thompson is on that list. He is a multiple-time champion. Winning, uh, to your point about Ginobili and Parker, that whirling, the, the Warriors had a five, six-year run where they're the best team in basketball. They won 73 games, and Clay Thompson won a bunch of those games of for those he people. Of course he he is as explosive an offensive player mm -hmm. as you're ever going to see. He's a really good defensive player. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you have this list when the game has gone to about shooting and spacing and one of the greatest shooters that has ever put on a pair of sneakers is not on the list it, it, it feels incredibly disrespectful which is what clay said woke up this morning still pissed about this stupid ass list gd i can't wait to hoop again sick of the disrespect winning isn't everything to some people like i guess to me or it is to me i guess Yesterday he said, maybe I'm just naive in my ability to play basketball, but in my head, I'm top 75 all time. Of course he okay, is. Okay, let me, let me ask this question. Throw this out there. Damian Lillard's on the top 75 list. Damian Lillard's one of the best players in the NBA. When sure. you have a conversation about top 10 players in the NBA, very, very difficult not to put Damian Lillard in that top 10. Uh, I could, yes. He's been on an organization that has not won a championship or made a championship run. They've been good, not great. They've been good, not great. But he's been the best player on his team. Yep. Steph Curry's won an MVP. Steph Curry has done things um, where you would argue, well, Steph Curry's the best player on that team. I don't argue the Clay piece. I don't. But if you're just, just use that as an example, Clay or Dame. I, I, and I can't sit here and tell you an answer because I'm with you because I, I was also the one watching Clay Thompson in Game 6 on the road, Oklahoma City Thunder, against Kevin Durant and and Steph Curry's kind of um, – he's not being Steph Curry. It's Clay Thompson that's shutting people down on one end and then putting up 40 points and hitting big-time threes. That's who – Clay Thompson has 37 points in a quarter. <laughs> that's so stupid. Do you take Dame off? Yeah. Yeah, look, that's that's what you're comparing. Okay, Anthony, let's use AD as an example. Mm -hmm. AD's on there. Mm -hmm. Does AD have a more polished career? You can't say it because he's only he's 28 years old than Dwight Howard. Mm -hmm. Okay, well maybe in there's eight some projection years, on this. That's there, what it there's is. some there's projection, projection, which is why Luka Doncic not being on the list doesn't make any sense. If you can put Shaq on after five minutes in the league for the 50th greatest players, you can put Luka on this list. Let's let's stay with Clay for a second mm -hmm. because I want to go back to what you're talking about with Dame Don't and Clay. Him. Stop pointing at me. <laughs> that Dame Lillard is a great player, full stop. And if he's, I have no problem with him being on this list. None mm -hmm. at all. He's amazing. Did Damian Lillard change the NBA? He, was, he became a great player in the NBA as it was changing. The Golden State Warriors changed the NBA. They did. They, they, they didn't just go win a couple of championships. For, for, let me back up a little further. When Mike D'Antoni was doing his thing in Phoenix a million years ago with Steve Nash and Amari Stoudemire, it was, they changed the, their philosophy. They played a certain way where they were just going to shoot, 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 play as fast as you can, and it almost worked. You could it say didn't. that was kind of the start it of the, it. But it mm -hmm. didn't change everything. The Warriors changed, and now every team plays like the Warriors. Every team goes out there and shoots as many threes as they can. They space the floor, and they basically shoot threes and dunks. That's basketball as it's played. And the two guys that changed that are Curry and Thompson. I don't think... When you say change the NBA, I think most people would say Steph's style of basketball yes. changed the NBA. And by the way, let's But can Steph do what he did? And, and, and look, I'm the biggest no. Steph fan in the world. He listen, Clay had listen, to be there with him to do it. No, you're right. And, and I, I don't argue that. 
I think this goes. Let's use the uh, that Suns team that you were talking about. Mm-hmm. The biggest difference with Clay Thompson and let's say the Suns, or the difference with Steph Curry, bro, he'll go lock up the best yeah. shooting guard in the NBA. That's what Clay Thompson does. You know what Damian Lillard can't do? He can't lock up the best team in the NBA or the best player in the NBA. But again, I'm going to go back to this. If this is the difficult part when there are players still in the league, when there are players still in the league, how do I know? eight years from now, what Anthony Davis's resume is going to look like or what Damian Lillard's resume is going to look like. Or, you know what I'm saying? That it's more difficult to, you were just saying, you're not going to put Luka on this list? You, you can't tell me with a straight face mm-hmm. that Luka Doncic is not one of the 75 best players ever to play in that league. That's just, it's a ridiculous statement. You Now, you may be, hey, he's got to play at least eight years, 10 years. Okay, if that's the rule, that's fine. But in the 75 years of this but can league, I, but can I give you that an example? skill set, we haven't seen that before. You're, you're 100% right. But can I just give you an example? Let's just say 10 years from now, we're talking about Devin Booker as mm-hmm. one of the top 25 players to ever play the game. I don't know that today. Mm-hmm. Luca, you're right. Luca is a it's a it's, it's a, a no brainer. It's a no brainer, right? Yeah. And uh, right when you say Luca, yeah. all of a sudden the Suns are like, why, why we why, take why eight in? Not, why is he not Sacramento Kings saying we are going to be we're going to be the worst franchise for ten years because we yeah. took Bagley? Like yeah. you start going down the list. <laughs> Of all the guys, franchises right, that, that come into it. the league, yeah. that I don't need ten years to see it. I see Magic Johnson for a year, like oh that's different. You see LeBron James, that's different. You see. Luka Doncic, that's mm-hmm. different. There, there are just some guys that, for instance, Co- when Kobe came into the league, it wasn't right away where you're like, what in the world is course, that? No, it, it was, wasn't. I think that's going to be really good, but let's see what it turns into. Mm-hmm. And it turned into one of the greatest of all time. LeBron, you didn't have to be a basketball Who's the best player? That dude. Sure. Him. Him. Like magic after his rookie year, <laughs> yeah, winning a him, championship him. on the I road. Won, I, I won that and one. And shooting up at center. That's you're like, Luka. yeah, he's going to be pretty good. That's Luka. And he's not on the list. And I always do this too. Can you tell the story of your league? Keeps pointing at right? Taylor. No, I'm pointing to the universe. <laughs> Can you tell the story of your league without telling the story about the Warriors? You absolutely cannot. No, you can't. They're, they're part of the yep. arc of the NBA. When hey, the NBA used to be big men played inside, yep. outside, you know, and now it's played outside and in. And the reason is because the Warriors changed it because they found a six foot three guy that can make forty footers like their layups. Yep. And it changed the the league. And then they found another guy that never misses. It's a fantastic conversation to have. And no matter what that list is, you want to put Clay on there, somebody else is not going to be on there. If somebody else isn't on there, somebody's going to argue about another player. And I think that, you know, I, I think it will not change no matter what happens, but we could uh, hit a little bit more on this. By the way, uh, what do you think Michael's going to say? That's going to be interesting tonight, pregame show. Yeah, you guys, well, you got some stuff to talk about. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear Hotline. Okay, let's do this. When we come back, uh, we'll take some of these calls. I know there's uh, a few people that want to give their uh, reasons of who should be on the list, who should not be on the list. And look, I'll let's throw kick it out there. some people off, too. I'll, That's let always me, fun. Let me throw it out there. <laughs> Pal Gasol, is he one of the top 75 players to ever play the game? Dwight Howard, is he one of the top 75 players to ever play the game? Are there current guys on the list that shouldn't be on the list? All that coming up next. By the way, we still got a preview of the Lakers and the Suns tonight. Stay right here. Travis and Sliwa Show, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. So Chris said it. it is a feel-good Friday. Dodgers win last night. Lakers get a chance to win their first game of the season tonight. There's a lot of good – it's just Friday. It always feels good. Do you have something going? You got a – I know you got Lakers tonight. Do you sneak something in during the afternoon or tomorrow? What do you got? You know, I'm actually going to go uh, go to the gym and uh, get a couple shots up. You know, nice. I, honestly, there's nothing better. No, that's fun. This is the one thing I can't go anywhere today. So this is when you're trapped because you got the Laker <laughs> game tonight. You can't really, yeah. You, it's tomorrow, like, you got tomorrow. No, no, tomorrow's all good. But I'm saying that when you have a game, when you have a night like tonight where you game work two. the show, you work the show, and then you got <laughs> Lakers later. Mm-hmm. You don't, you know, you're not gonna go home for 45 minutes. You know, like that's not gonna happen. Where do you go get your shots up? You get? Do you have access Athletic to Staples? Club. Do you yeah. just go down there and? Yep. Hey, uh, go, yep. hey guys, just kind of, can I have a rack? Somebody get one of the ball boys here to shag. I just wanna, yeah. just wanna shoot for like a half an hour. Ad, shoot on the other side, bro. <laughs> shoot on the other side. Can I tell you, this is one of these things that we're very spoiled and very lucky. Is get- it wrong that I get? I'll get shots up and I'll be I'll be winded. Okay, just <laughs> no, getting shots up. It, I'm, I'm going to get winded. It means that you're in the exact right line of work. That when you take 10 jump shots, you're got your hands on your knees going <sighs> Being in the gym. Got to have the mask on. <laughs> oh yeah, no, forget that. Not easy. Being in the gym, Staples Center, when those guys are doing their warm-up routines and take that is so much fun. And that's something that the general public doesn't typically get to see because by the time they're allowed in the building they're in their warm-ups and they're going through their routine but when those guys are out there doing their drills and their ball handling and that is there's nothing like that curry has changed the warm-ups yeah by the way steph yesterday you know just come on stupid, man. ridiculous against the clippers come on man i still this is why do i care that much about the clippers losing i i, I literally i don't know what it is i, I it's, can't it's help so you with childish. that you know it's so childish you know sometimes when you look at me when i start going about food and you're like i just they don't, don't even get it. have really hateable players no. yeah, i'm still there's nothing about them that is that moves the needle in any <laughs> nothing, meaningful way nothing yeah but um, you have this deep-seated animosity towards them that's pretty great before covid i remember a couple games it was steph curry warming up Every freaking yeah. camera is on Steph Curry. You're, you're just talking about the warmest, whatever the case is. He's one of the more exciting He's shooting players. from the tunnel. I know. He's sh- and he's making shots from the tunnel. There's there's like nothing else. All right. Travis Lee's brought to you by Goodyear. With you for every mile on the road to greatness. Goodyear is more driven. Let's try a phone call here. Let's go to Boyle Heights and Camillo. Camillo, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Thanks for taking my call, Jens. I like your prefaces by saying I can't really speak on anybody that played before the past 40 years, but anybody that's played in the, the past 40 years, I feel like I can speak heavily on. Okay. There's three players that I would, I would put on the list that aren't on there, and that's Powell, that's Dwight, and that's uh, Clay. The three people that I would take off are Damian Lillard, who's never been accused of playing defense a day in his life, <laughs> um, Russell Westbrook, I would replace him with Dwight. I feel like Dwight had a much greater effect on his skill set has had a much greater effect on winning than Russell Westbrook has over his career. And lastly, the person I would replace is Lenny Wilkins. I mean, not Lenny Wilkins, I'm sorry, uh, Dominique Wilkins. Um, now, I love Dominique. He was amazing to watch, but I kind of put him on the same tier as Tracy McGrady. I was going to say the McGrady's, uh, yeah. the, yeah. yep, yep. Uh, Camille, appreciate you calling in. Um, Trav, this is, uh, 
I don't know what to tell you. By the way, there is something to, oh, I'm going to take some guy off that played 44 years ago. No, I didn't see him play, so right. I'm not going to. I'm not. All the more reason to take him off. I, I'm not what the reason. I'm not the reason to, yeah. you know, obviously have a have a say in all that. Yeah, you'll make an. I I disagree on the Westbrook front. I, I do disagree too. on that. I do too. Mm-hmm. And and I'm not. I like Westbrook is not my guy. Like it's not. But he if if we're just picking players, I'm taking Russell Westbrook before I'm taking Dwight Howard. And Dwight Howard's a great player. Dwight Howard, you know, defense and everything comes along with it. He plays really hard. But if you're saying there, my pick is next, and there's two players left between Russell Westbrook and Dwight Howard, give me Russ. The point he was making is, and by the way, Dwight in his prime, he's great. I mean, I don't have a problem with putting this way. On this that list. Orlando team beating LeBron James in Cleveland. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. Yeah. Right. And, and you eventually lose to the Lakers in the NBA Finals, and um, you know, but we're going to sit here and and I I don't understand how you could have one spur on that list. I don't understand. That's me personally. Do right? you think there's Because anything... they didn't win one championship. Yeah, no, they, they didn't won win five. two. They didn't win three. They yeah. won, they won five NBA championships. Okay, does this and, and the, the criteria for this is kind of nebulous, What right? is the criteria? It, it, yeah, who who knows? I don't know what it is. You have to be good. Okay. okay. Or or how about you were you were the best player, one of the best players in the league, but you were mm-hmm. on a bad team and a bad franchise. Yeah, that, All of a sudden you look down upon. By the way, that's Dominic Wilkins. That, that's, that's Damian Lillard. Right. That it's it's, it's nebulous. It's very difficult to put your finger on what it is. But the fact of the matter is, you could have a lot of these guys that are like, for instance, you're talking about Ginobili and Parker. Yeah. I have zero problem with them being left off because I never turned on the TV. I never walked into a building saying, ooh, Tony Parker's playing tonight. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that has any part of the criteria, and it probably shouldn't because you're, you're right. That San Antonio run had a five cha- – they've won five championships in a relatively short period of time. That is an Which is probably why com- Clay is saying, what the That's hell exactly are right. you guys doing That's exactly not having me on this The list. difference between Clay, though, and Ginobili mm-hmm. and Parker, they're all wonderful players. The difference is – if I'm walking into Staples and they're playing the Warriors, I want to see Clay Thompson. Mm-hmm. I want to see what he's going to do. If I'm flipping channels and I land on TNT and it's a Warriors game and I see Clay out on the court, I'm excited to see what he's going to That wasn't the case for me, just for me, yeah, yeah. for Ginobili and Parker. So, But was that, it the case for Duncan? Yeah, he was the best player in the league for a period of time. But what I'm saying is that his style of basketball, how boring he was, the Spurs, that was... You're 100% right. (laughs) That was their foundation, was boring basketball. It it was, but at least Duncan was out there. He's going to get 30, Mm -hmm. and he was going to have you know 18 rebounds, and he was going to block a bunch of shots, and he was going to hit that turnaround bank shot 15-footer that you knew it was coming and you couldn't stop it. That it It wasn't Steph Curry pulling up from 40 feet, but it was still incredibly impressive just because how incredibly efficient and and useful it all was. Ginobili and Parker were really good, but I they didn't move me in any way. I I, I find it, and I get what you're saying. Like you know, the the box office attraction. Yeah, to that's people. a good word. I don't know if that. I, I don't think of that when that comes to my mind. I'm trying to determine, hey, who are the top 75 players? I don't really think of, and maybe I, I look at it the wrong way. Who's the most exciting players that you want to go watch? Because look on this list, you could say. Would Carl Malone sell tickets? Yeah, he'd sell tickets. He's Carl Malone. Yeah. Carl Malone's a well-known player. Would Allen Iverson sell tickets? For sure. Of course Allen Iverson would sell tickets. For sure. Kind of go down the list. Damian Lillard, does he sell? Reggie Miller was at one point one of the most exciting players that loved going toe-to-toe with uh, Spike Lee at the Masters Square Garden. Reggie Miller was going to jack up a couple of 30-footers, and you were going to be excited to see it. Steve Nash was box office. For sure. Hakeem Olajuwon. Shaquille O'Neal. Dirk. Yes. 
maybe there's more to that. I don't, you know, clearly need to see that to say this person was, th- this is why this person stopped 75, but that's what makes these lists so exciting. So let's go to Powell and uh, Dwight a little bit. They're both, neither yeah. one of them are on it. And it, it depends on what you're looking for, right? That Dwight is a champion. Powell is a multiple-time champion. Their games couldn't be more different. They, what If you put Dwight Howard with Kobe Bryant on those championship teams, that team does not win the way that it did. If you put Powell, That's interesting to put it that way. If, if you put Pau Gasol on that Orlando team... That they're, not beating, they're not beating <laughs> LeBron. LeBron James. Give me a break. They're just not doing it. So what flavor ice cream do you like, right? It's really what type of team are we building? Yeah. And I think that's why these guys aren't on the list because most of these guys that we're talking about on the list aren't who do they fit well with. It's who fits well with them. Hmm. And these guys are more who do they fit well with. If I had to pick between those two guys, I don't think I could be objective. You just, you're a pow guy. I just love pow. Yeah. It's, I not don't a, know. it's not It's not necessarily the wrong choice but either. I, I, I'm going to go back to this. Um it, this is such a opinion-based no, – there's no determining factor like, oh, well, no, this is exactly the criteria. That person fits perfectly into that criteria. Because I think if we were doing that and, and you well, know they, you know somebody's going to be – you surprised Clay being that vocal of this is some BS? No, I'm no. not. I, I think that those guys are wired a certain way that they take things very personally. Personal. Then that what that's what makes them. I want to see that guy come back so bad. Absolutely. He again. He's fun to watch. He's box office. You want to see Clay take ten shots in a quarter and make mm-hmm. nine of them mm-hmm. and have the ball in his hands for a collective fourteen seconds. <laughs> There's nothing like it's just an extraordinary show to go see. And that being said, the other guy on his team might be the greatest show of all time in the NBA. When it just comes to pure fun and what's happening out there, we'll get into that a little bit later on in the program. Maybe around 11.45 or so we'll talk more about Steph. we got to get ready for Dodgers in the Game 6, but fact or cap is next. That's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Okay, fact or cap coming up in just a, a minute or two right here, but we talk about food on this show, and we particularly talk about things that we don't quite get which brings us to Taylor. Taylor's on the board today. And Taylor, I did not know this about you until earlier today. You're from Iowa. Yeah, fun fact. Okay. From a podunk town in small town Iowa. Like 3,000 people, you yeah, said, small one, town? One stoplight, that kind of thing. Wow. Okay. So small town Iowa also has a weird chili thing going on. Explain yourself. It's actually the whole state. But in Iowa, for school lunch, they'll serve up chili with the side of a cinnamon roll. And the kids will dip Makes the sense. cinnamon roll. You dip the cinnamon roll in the chisel. That's the salty if you're sweet one of the thing, cool kids, right? Yeah, you know, you'll dip it. <laughs> Al, you gonna dip a cinnamon roll in a bowl uh, of chili? If you told me right now, hey Al, go in the kitchen. Some great chili in there, <laughs> and we brought cinnamon rolls. Taylor brought cinnamon rolls because this is what they do in Iowa. I try it, hundred percent. I try it. Yeah, I, I'm the wrong. This is the first time you're gonna hear me say this. Yeah. I don't. I can't cinnamon at all ever again. I just. I had an experience that I'd rather not you're recollect. Fine, no, mind over matter. You're no, good. No, I'm not. No, no, no. You're. I good. can't even smell it, Al. I have to no. get. It's. It's a non-starter. That sounds awful. So what but, if I get? You know, how some people put cinnamon in their coffee. Ugh animals what are you gonna do like if you smelt it what i would, would i would leave the room really yeah it, it it's almost gag inducing for me i can't look does does it look like there's anything i won't eat does do do, do i look like somebody that's gonna be particularly uh yeah, picky you're, about you're, things you're vegan i i can't do cinnamon i just the pillsbury cinnamon rolls cinnamon that rolls spoiled and chili took me yeah that sounds pretty pretty is it good day. is it good oh yeah 
<laughs> Dude, I, I thought it sounds convinced. Are they both hot or are they both cold? That's two. It's gotta be hot. Yeah, are you both, sure? They're both hot. Yeah, First of all, I, I'm, I'm just a, I want to have my foot on the brake for cafeteria school chili. That sounds like something that I don't need to be a part of either. I would, but that's I would another walk away after I ate it and say, I want to talk to the superintendent <laughs> that hired that chef. This is amazing. Let's do a little factor cap. <laughs> it is a cap. Nope. It is definitely, definitely a cap. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> All right, up first, there's a very special birthday today. Uh, Bob Odenkirk, Saul from Breaking Bad, turns 59 oh, today. I love Saul. Saul's great. I love Saul. So my statement is, Saul is the best character in Breaking Bad. Travis, this is Factor Cap. That's a really tough one. There are so many great characters on Breaking Bad, and Saul is definitely one of them. Um, I'm going to say Cap because I think, and he doesn't get into the show until a little bit later on. Yeah. But Mike is my favorite character on on Breaking Bad, and that's why I like and Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul. Yeah, right? no, that I, yeah. I really like that show because Mike's such a big part of it. But you could pick a, a handful of guys. You know, you've got so many. Gus Fring is an amazing character, but it, Bob Odenkirk's character Saul is awesome. But I'm going to go with with Mike. I think fact. I, I I only watched Better Call Saul because of Saul. Like yeah. if you were going to do a spin off Breaking Bad was so incredibly wildly popular, unbelievable actresses and actresses throughout the thing. And then you're going to make you're going to kind of continue this. I thought Saul was the only character that you can do it with, at least for me. That was my favorite. Like, you're not Mike isn't intriguing to you. He's a kind of a haunted guy from a troubled past who Mike now has just intriguing. gone super dark. Mike is intriguing, but he's not the foundation. I thought Saul you can do that with and Saul is just such a random character. Yeah. Like everything about him, his personality, trying, his relationships. He's trying to do right, is, and then it just it didn't go his way. His brother messed him up. Yeah, Chuck's a bad guy. Chuck. Speaking of hidden bad guy, Chuck, bad guy. Daniel LaRusso and Chuck, bad guys. Why does LaRusso oh. get in this all the time? Because <laughs> oh. people think he was the hero. And he's also, what's good about Michael is that he's, he loves his granddaughter. Just loves, loves his, his granddaughter. trying to give her that money. It never really worked out for him all <laughs> that well. The, I think that's one of the saddest parts of the whole series is that daughter never that granddaughter never got that money. Nope. So uh, up next, uh, speaking of what, so Southern California football, you know, always great. Uh, but t- this weekend, UCLA is going to host College Game Day. Exciting. Yeah. Even though it's probably going to be like 6 a.m. here, which is great. Oh, it will be 6 a.m., yeah. <laughs> but you will see a USC football national championship in your lifetime. Alan, is this fact or cap? I think it's fact. I think things will eventually turn around. You know, I think anytime you have, it's the equivalent of saying, um, you know, kind of trying to think of the Lakers when they go through that streak of just not even making the playoffs. Never. And I know for most franchises, most universities, uh, they'll go their entire, they'll go 100 years without winning anything. It's not uncommon. It happens. I think with USC, it's just, hey, you just got to find the right coach and things got to just slowly start turning around. And once they do, you're still the University of Southern California. So that's what happens. Yeah, I I agree. It's a fact that there are 10 schools that are going to win the national championship. I don't want to say regularly, but they're in the mix regularly. SC is one of them. They're, They're in a low cycle. They're as far away as you can ever be at SC. But they're never super far away because once they get it certain, figured out, certain it comes right back. Where it's like, I mean, just if the if the Yankees are bad for ten straight years, yeah, it could turn around Do- like that. Dodgers too. Yeah, they're they're right. just a handful of teams that are like that. Have you ever been to College Game Day? Have you ever gone and done that in person? I have not done that. It's really fun. It's really fun. Like you said, it's out at the the Rose Bowl, getting ready for S or excuse me, UCLA and Oregon. Um, I haven't been to the one at the Rose Bowl. I haven't even been to the one at the Coliseum. Yeah. Believe it or not, I went to one at in Houston at the University of Houston when they were getting ready. I think it was 
against SMU where they were the last undefeated team in the country or something like that, and there weren't a bunch of other great games. But they roll that party in the town. It's awesome. Are it's a con- good time. Are they contractually obligated to do a Pac-12 game? Because it sounds like <laughs> look at the rest of the schedule from this a week. strategic perspective. Don't I don't have to look at the rest of the schedule. There's no good games. UCLA, Oregon, that's the game? Yeah, kind of. By the way. It's in the Rose Bowl. By the it way. It looks good on TV. Fun game. Yeah. Cool game. Like I, I like the idea but, and I like the concept. Yeah. The Pac-12 has given you absolutely nothing to send out college game day. You're going to have 20,000 rowdy people in the Rose Bowl <laughs> that are very excited to be there, and somebody is leaving that with a chance to win the Pac-12. <laughs> that's the selling point. Mm. Be on board. The, the party, though, it's awesome. I actually went uh, college game day basketball edition for UVA because it used to come all every year essentially when UVA would go against Duke. And that one is nice, except for it's freezing cold yeah. in UVA. It's like February in Virginia, and I'm yeah, just like bundling up trying to get there. Yeah, people wait outside for like 12 hours ahead of time. No thanks. Hard pass. <laughs> so last one, cruises are coming back in full force Gosh. after oh. the pandemic. Love so cruises. You would go on a cruise. Alan, is this factor cap? Okay, here's my uh, family has brought up before. Hey, what do you think? Should we go on a cruise? This is pre-COVID. Uh-huh. Right? Like, no, nah, it doesn't doesn't sound like good. Here's my issue. Here's my problem. Problem is, it feels like a cruise is very, very commercialized. Very, hey, you come on here. There are a thousand or how many other people that are on here as well. The food that we're putting out is going to be the same food over and over again. None of it's going to be authentic. There is no like, there is no authenticity to what's happening. Uh, oh, by the way, I have to be in a certain place with the same people. It just like all of that setup does not sound good. I can't get off. I mean, I know it might take some stops. I wasn't a cruise guy before COVID. What would make you think that after COVID, <laughs> I've all of a sudden become a cruise guy? It's yeah, no, you're right. It's it's cap. I I've done one. It was an overnight one, and it was from believe it or not, it was from St. Petersburg, Russia to Helsinki, Finland. Okay, and it was just one night. It was one night. You got on the boat on like yeah, noon one Ru- on Europe. one day, and the boat starts going, and you arrive in Helsinki the next morning. Was it freezing cold? Okay, it was in the middle of summer, so it wasn't super cold. I mean, you're way north, so it's still cold, mm-hmm. but it wasn't you know frigid Arctic. cold, right? Everything you just said is exactly right. I can't do it. I, I do not need to be on a boat. No. Nope. I do not need to be around the same people nonstop. And this is, again, coming from me. I feel like I can get out. Can the, I go walk on my own? Like, what do you mean I'm e- stuck Exactly here? right. And the food person, me, Travis yeah. Rogers, yeah. like, I don't need you oh. to just gorge me like a Thanksgiving turkey on the same thing over and over. I, I'm, I'm good on that. Let's go to a place and find a place. I'm, by the way, I'm your guy for that, but nah, by the not way, my jam. I know how this works. Two days ago, whatever food wasn't finished, it's being served two <laughs> days later. Of course it is. They put the little plastic grass around it, though. It looks fresh again. I'm, no, I'm out on yeah, uh, I'm out on, the on cruises. cruises. I you you're a traveler though, like you're a real traveler. I'm not. I I like to stay domestic for the most part. I like to go to places I've been before. You went to Russia. That was in high school. They made me go. Uh, <laughs> but this this was. I, I like to be here. I like to go where I know yeah. I'm. You you are adventurous. You, you like to see the world. Me, cruise, cinnamon. <laughs> Well, you put there's a couple other things on that list, and you've put together the thing that is my version of hell. I'm a big believer in customized <laughs> That's hell. My version of hell. No, see, this is this is the scariest part, mm-hmm. right? Like, I, my version of hell is what scares me. Your version of hell is what you don't want. Emily's got her version. Taylor's got his version. That it's customized to you. That's why it's really awful. Sleep because 
Boats? Cinnamon? What do we got there, buddy? We know his weakness. Oh, we definitely know his weakness. The cinnamon? But I feel I, I feel like you can overcome this. No, it's I don't not want to. it's not gonna be you can do it. Do I look like I'm gonna eat cinnamon with this mustache? It's not gonna happen. We need to do like a cinnamon immersion, kind of like with a fear immersion stuff where you nah. put you in a tank rather, of snakes. Would you rather do the hot wing? We'll do the hot oh, wing instead of cinnamon. hundred percent. How about a cinnamon crusted wing? That'd be a good way to do it. I really don't need the Dirk Diggler comparison. It's totally unnecessary, Chris. Now I'm now I, now I'm Taylor. I'm sorry, but you and I are gonna avoid eye contact for a really long time. We'll just we'll, we'll still get along. We'll be fine. But I'm just gonna have to to keep that one moving. Here's speaking of. Ramel, uh, a regular of ours, Al, has tweeted in and says, Taylor's from Iowa. He wants to know which town. Tell him I'm from Waterloo, Iowa. Waterloo doesn't do cinnamon rolls with their chili. We're peanut butter sandwiches with chili stands. What's going on in Iowa with you people? Just why why are you disgusting. fouling your chili with other items? Just eat your chili. What, what, what's going on over there? It's their thing, man. Yeah, what about a hot dog? Peanut, well, peanut butter kind of is a thing that everywhere. Like, I've never heard of a, hey, uh, you know, give me that bowl of chili, and can you just give me a sidecar of PB&J? It sounds really I weird. something sweet with it. <laughs> I think everybody, I think every place has like a random thing. No, well, Cincinnati does that terrible thing where they pour it over spaghetti, which is oh, yeah, just right. yeah. awful. Yeah. But no, there's no weird chili thing here in L.A. where you've got a it with a thing, tuna sandwich LA, on the side or something. L.A.'s probably got a couple weird combinations. Not, Not with chili. chili. Not chili. Not with uh, chili. Gross. I just think that we've talked about chili more in L.A. than I have ever in my life before. <laughs> so I think that L.A. just likes chili Welcome. in general. <laughs> well, yeah, well, it's good. Who doesn't like chili? Even if it does have a grody cinnamon roll on the side, that's uh, that's pretty nasty. A uh, little bit of breaking news here. David Price is going to take Joe Kelly's spot on the Dodger postseason roster. So we, we touched on it briefly uh, a little while ago, Slee. I think the Dodgers missing Joe Kelly is it's a big, one. A big yeah. blow. Uh, not just one of those, ah, you'd really rather have him than not have him. It really alters the way that you manage that bullpen moving forward because there are three guys that have felt damn near automatic, Kelly, Trinan, and Jansen, and now Kelly's gone. Well, I think the playoff of that, the one thing that the, the silver lining in all this, the bullpen has been amazing. Mm -hmm. And there have been a number of guys that have stepped up Gradwall is a perfect example so far in the postseason, right? And you're right about that. You don't want to lose uh, Joe Kelly. You don't want to lose Max Muncy. You don't want to lose Justin Turner. You don't want to lose Clayton Kershaw. But if there's one team, one franchise that can overcome some of that, it has been the Dodgers, and unfortunately, that's going to be the case. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance is proud to support veterans with its annual Keys to Progress vehicle giveaway program, now celebrating nine years of donating vehicles, helping veterans in need. Learn more at keystoprogress.com. Rams and Lions on Sunday afternoon at SoFi. Pre-game show starts at 11, Slee. I'm already looking forward to people coming up. Where's Slee? Hey, uh, where's Slee? That's Slee! Draft! That's Slee! Yeah, he's not here. He's doing the Laker game. This is the Rams pre-game show, but that that will happen. Uh, the Rams are 15-point favorites. Okay, that's about as we big as We did our pick-ems yesterday. Yeah, it's about as big as you see yeah, in the NFL. Yeah. That's what's, I mean, a two-touchdown-plus uh, favorite. Does it matter if they win the game by six or five or or whatever it is? Or do is there something about style points in this game, or is it just put a W, move to six and one, and keep it moving? So at the end of the season, are we going to look at how much did they beat the Detroit Lions by? Probably not. Right. You know, I, I don't. I don't think most people are going to pay attention to that. But at the same time, I'm use this as an example. The Cardinals, um, was it last week they beat San Francisco? Or was that two weeks ago? Couple no, weeks they ago. beat Cleveland. They yeah. were at Cleveland uh, last week. 
couple weeks ago, after the win against the Rams, they go 4-0. And such a decisive win at SoFi Stadium. And everybody's looking at the, oh my gosh, look at Arizona. They have a home game against the San Francisco 49ers. And I think they won that game 17-10. to and I, was, I don't know what it was, but there was a, you know, kind of a taste in your mouth. Like, yeah, no, I know they won, but wow, that's kind of a little bit of a letdown because you mm-hmm. came off the game against the Rams. You thought you'd handle business against San Francisco, even though it's a divisional opponent. And and San Francisco's not a bad they're team. They're not a bad team, but the what you did to the Rams on the road, you'd expect, hey, they're going to win by 10-plus points. When it's all said and done, when the dust settles, no, I don't think it matters whether they win this game by 6 or by 3 or by 16 or 25. But I think for the Rams, look, you saw what they did to the Giants after the first quarter last week. Um, they're walking into this game at home against the Detroit Lions team. And maybe, look, maybe Sean McVay, of course, would never say it. McVay and Stafford, or this is Matt Stafford's chance to go play up against sure. his old team. Sure. I don't think I, I would be disappointed if they don't win, the, if they don't cover that spread. I, I, I wouldn't. I, or I, win I, by 10 plus. I hope they win by look. 13 because I picked the Lions to not cover it in our pick <laughs> Here's There's a couple of things going on. Number one, the Lions have a terrible record. They're 0-6. They're the only team in the league that has not won a game. But they're not necessarily as terrible as their record. Don't get me wrong. They're bad. I'm not making a case for how they're actually a a sneaky good team. But they had the Ravens beat. Guy had to kick a 66-yard field goal to beat them and get two extra seconds on the play clock. So Mm -hmm. they they had a they beat a good team. So they're cape the 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 difference between the very good teams in the NFL, the Rams. And the very bad teams in the NFL, the Lions, the, the gap in talent is not as extreme as you might. It's not the difference in talent between Alabama and, say, Fresno State. It's, it's, it's not like that. It's more like the difference between SC and UCLA. Even the good teams and the bad, they're, they're, they're relatively close. So there's that. There's also this. Sean McVay has a decision to make. Do I want to prove a point? and go out there and say, this is what this offense looks like, and that's what your offense looks like, which is a possibility. Or, you know what, I'm not showing anybody anything. I can win this game just playing it straight up in vanilla. I'm just going to go out there and win the game. I'm not putting anything on tape that I don't have to put on tape, and I'm just going to win this game. And if I win by seven or six or five, that's fine. What they do against the Giants of those two scenarios, what they do? They ran them out of the Did building. Did they show anything? Nothing tricky necessarily, but they, I agree. they put As a lot in, of stuff on tape. But talent is talent, and I think a lot of times it's not – yeah, you're not. you don't want to show – Hey, when we have a really important game, we like running this play, and we're going to save that for. No, you're not going to show that against the Detroit Lions. But yeah. I think just naturally through the flow of four quarters, even if it McVay and I, I don't think I'm a, I'm with you on. I don't like the McVay coming out in this and saying I'm trying to prove a point. You don't have a point to prove. You yeah, don't need to do I, that. I so agree I, with you. I don't think that he doesn't mean do that. it won't happen though. But naturally, just because of the matchup, yeah, they should be winning by double digits. And if they don't, the world's not going to end, but they should. I think the only way that the the score matters is if the the Rams play like you-know-what and they need a bomb kick to beat them at the end. That would be like, hey, what the heck was that? Mm-hmm. And even then, it's like, look, they played poorly, but they still found a way to win. They're 6-1. and one, The Lions are 0-7. Let's just keep it moving. I got 6K on golf this weekend. <laughs> Make sure that you're listening all Monday. We'll break this entire thing down for you. And it's Million Dollar Mondays. That's right. I know you don't care about that, but most people are excited about the opportunity to win a million dollars. And you and can, you do can it go on to SoFi. <laughs> And you can go to, to SoFi. SoFi to see a, a Rams game along the way. All right. You mentioned a name. Bruce Dar Gratterall pitched 
wonderfully yeah. last night. He's going to have to pitch again on Saturday. Mm-hmm. He's going to have to pitch again on Sunday if, in fact, we get to Only Sunday. Only thing, he got fooled on a breaking ball on a 1-2 count and swung and missed. There's Come on. the question. What in the what world What is he doing at the was plate? he doing in the batter's box? No, no, no. As in, how come he didn't get a hit? No, 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 no. That It got lost in the shuffle, but I have a big, big, big Dave Roberts question for you when we come back. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.